listening to the Sovereign Society podcast, a spiritual lifestyle sanctuary empowering you to honor the journey, trust the process, and radiate your radness. I'm your soul guide, Sabrina Riccio, kundalini yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, and modern medicine woman who's on a mission to anchor in heaven on earth in this golden era. Join me every week where I gather some of my favorite spiritual leaders, goddesspreneurs, and changemakers for some authentic conversations about all things spirituality, wellness, what it takes to build your empire, and so much more. Over the years, after my deep kundalini awakening and a series of events like being struck by lightning, it's been loud and clear that part of my divine purpose here is to share with you the tools and the guidance that supported me along the way. My mission here is to empower you to navigate through these changing times of ease and grace as you go forth and align to your soul's destiny while staying true and real along the way. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sovereign Society podcast and get ready because we're about to go in deep and come out the other side stronger than ever before. This episode is brought to you by Thrive, my eight-week soul activation experience to help you transmute your trauma and align to your soul's destiny. As we implement kundalini yoga and quantum activation and modern mysticism, you'll begin to heal your pains, your suffering, your traumas, the stuff that isn't even yours. You'll be able to heal and transmute it to create the solid foundation to build the business, the empire, the queendom, the kingdom, the life that you've always desired. I'm currently accepting applications for our January 27th launch. That is going to be the first one of 2019. And this is your chance to anchor in the new paradigm, to anchor in the golden era, simply through your willingness and your desires to finally live the life you know you're destined to experience. So the world is ready for your medicine. If you want to learn more, go check out thrive.sabrinariccio.com and apply today. I'm so excited to see you there. And I'm so excited to see you witness the shifts as you go forth and radiate your radness and uplift the collective simply through your beingness. So go check out thrive.sabrinariccio.com for more information and sign up today before spots fill up. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your spirit guide, your soul guide, the medicine woman who's here to lead you on this path today, Sabrina Riccio. Sorry, I'm just like so excited to be sharing with you this episode because I found Natalie. She started liking all of my posts on Instagram and I was hanging out on her Instagram and I was like, wait, this chick, like she's a soul sister and I got to get her on the podcast. So this is what today's episode is. I have, I have Natalie Bright here and She is a really awesome, badass babe who is really helping people align and flow to their truth, to share their medicine with the world. And what she does is that she's here to really guide these individuals through the journey of creating and manifesting their most aligned businesses in life from the space of inner truth, authenticity, and intentional flow. And she's an intuitive business and life alignment coach. She's a speaker, a light leader, and she's really passionate and she's really focused to help you create and live from a space of intuition and alignment so that you can wake up to your power and really begin activating the purpose you are here to fulfill. So how she shows up in the world is that she's really here 
with the intention to help you become this deliberate creator of your life so that you can really go out there and live your truth and activate your limitless potential because she knows that we're all here on a mission. We all came here right here right now to really show up and step up. And so she's really here about teaching people how to become high vibration, what it means to be conscious and intentional with our lives uh, so that we can really activate our full light potential on a personal and professional level. And through that, she holds space for you to access your gifts that you can live out your soul's purpose, which is what is needed more than ever before. And I'm just really excited about this because the day I recorded this, I spoke uh, at my university the day before that I graduated from Chapman University. And my previous marketing professor, he asked me to speak to his class about podcast marketing and how the Sovereign Society podcast got up to number 27 on the Apple iTunes chart. Thank you guys, by the way. And when I was putting the course together, more than stats, yes, the stats were were great about not just my podcast, but how many people listen to podcasts and things like that. It was really important for me to share about the importance of doing the inner work, the importance of me sharing the importance of honoring the journey and trusting the process and just allowing yourself to be in that space of alignment. What brings you joy? What is fun to you? Because that's where the success lies. This is new business paradigm. And I'm excited to be having this conversation and sharing this conversation with you, with Natalie, because that's what we talked about. We talked about this new business paradigm of alignment and flow. And with that, things are changing. Things have definitely changed. And it's up to you to join us. (laughs) Come on down. And so we are here to really help you remember what's important, really help you understand that this is a holistic relationship. This is your opportunity to unprogram the beliefs and the resistance and the unconscious cycles that have been running the show for so long so that you can go forth and expand and contribute your medicine and your gifts with the world. And we talked a lot about spiritual bypassing too, because this has been a really hot topic in our community, in the spiritual community. And I'm just so grateful to know that there's more people out there who feel the same way that I do about this, because I'm so done seeing spiritual leaders who are just love and lighting all the time, because sometimes we have to go into those deep shadows because that's where the juice is. That's where the medicine and the growth happens. And so to be able to talk about that with Natalie was really awesome. And it's really important for you to understand, too, the the truth about what's happening as with our collective manifestation through the ancestral, through the societal, and through these cultural beliefs and ways of being and how it's making an impact in us. And you have to allow yourself to trust your intuition and to stay true to yourself when you're growing your business and building your business and designing the life of your dreams because... This is what it's about. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, remember. And so it's important for you to take care of yourself, honor yourself when you're feeling depleted, understand how it affects your work, understand the power of your presence and intention in how you do and how you show up. And this massive digital awakening that's happening in business alongside the importance of really doing that deep inner work while honoring your inner voice. And so... It's about you being able to 
take responsibility to help cultivate a conscious generation for the generations to come. And that's what's been my passion about doing Mending the Lineage. We're on the third week here of Mending the Lineage. And to see the shifts that people are having and how people are feeling more calm and the healing from this powerful meditation, I'm so grateful that there's 500 people that signed up that are healing the lineage and doing what it takes to align to ourselves as we enter into the continuation of these holidays. We're in the holiday season. Allow yourself to take time to honor you to fill up your cup and allow yourself to really be inclusive when it comes to leadership. How are you showing up? How are you stepping up? How are you including all? Because this is not a a thing about separation. We're all in this together. We're all here to show up. We're all here to support one another. And we're all here to share our medicine and the gifts of the world. And to do that, we must be willing to be humble. We must be willing to take responsibility. We must be willing to get real. So I'm so excited to be sharing with you this episode here with Natalie where we talk about the new paradigm of business through alignment and flow. Bud's even excited about this episode. (laughs) But we want to know who's tuning in. Who's here? Tag us. Natalie Bright. I am Natalie Bright, B-R-I-T-E. And tag me at Sabrina Riccio or at Sovereign Society Podcast. Go follow Sovereign Society Podcast on Instagram and use the hashtag Radiate Your Radness Sovereign Society Podcast. Let us know you're here. We want to connect with you. We want to see how this episode has supported you. And I have a good feeling that we're going to have these communities come together because I know Natalie's a soul sister and her people are coming through. And I know my community is going to be coming through with her community with this. And so this is going to be, this is the bridge, right? This is what we're here. So I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello and welcome to this very exciting episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing with you my guest today. I have Natalie Bright here and I've been... (laughs) I first found Natalie because she was liking a lot of my posts and stuff on Instagram. And then I was like, wow, her branding's on point. I was like, wow, her message is on point. Like, cool, a soul sister. And then I was like, I just need to reach out to her. I need her on the podcast. And so, guys, dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. It takes that inspired action. And that's, I know, what we're going to be talking a lot about today. We're just allowing ourselves to be in this open channel to align to whatever wants to roll through and to be in that space. So I want to thank you so much, Natalie, for you doing your work and you being here and you helping people align to who they are, to their message, to their purpose. So I just want to thank you for that. Yes. Thank you. And you know, what's so funny. I'm glad you actually brought up that about like the Instagram creeping and stuff like that, because I don't know how I stumbled upon your podcast. Um, It was, I usually listen to podcasts a lot, like while I'm driving in the car and I was driving and somehow weirdest thing in the world, like your podcast popped up. I was like, I wonder what this is. And I started checking it out. I'm like, who the hell is this chick? And it like blew my mind. So I just had to kind of come back and share that in response. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I, these weird synchronicities and how things kind of unfold, you just have to keep trusting it. Yeah. Then see what kind of unfolds from that. So I love hearing that. Yeah. And that's what's, it's funny because I was uh, speaking at uh, my alma mater yesterday about podcast marketing And 
knowing that I was also having this conversation with you today. And it was funny because I know my marketing professor from years ago, you know, he was like, I want you to speak about podcast marketing. And what was important for me was to speak about my journey was about for me to speak about my medicine because I haven't done, I don't have sponsors other than myself for the podcast or anything else. So it's just me allowing myself to be me, me allowing myself to speak my truth and be in my flow. That is what's brought me up to like number 28 on the charts in spirituality. It's just through that space. So I think it was really important for me to share with the students, like it's not so much of a marketing strategy as much as it is about you being you. And then as you allow yourself to be you, the opportunities unfold because you have it all within you. You already know. Yep. 100%. And that's, I think that's such a, a powerful message to, to share with anybody, regardless of like what method or platform they're using. It's like, you don't need all the shiny fancy stuff to still like totally kick ass and thrive at whatever, whatever it is you're trying to create. You, you have that, that alignment within that is such a magnet, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to hear about your story about what brought you into this, this realm of becoming a coach when you just, you know, took that risk and that leap of faith and here you are. Yeah, man, it's been such a, like, I honestly, it's like month by month now. I'm sure you feel like this too, where like every month I'm like, whoa, totally different me now. <laughs> like, it's like this weird um, unfolding and evolution that I'm, I'm pretty much at this point, just like surrendering and being like, wherever it goes, just, I'm just going with it. Um, but that's how I've approached pretty much everything from the get go was just like this little, Oh, that sounds fun. Let's see where this goes or, okay, this, this sounds exciting. Let's see where this goes. And just kind of allowing, you know, like naturally um, allowing, like, um, I never really had those like initial, you'll hear a lot like entrepreneurs being like, I'm so scared. I'm scared. Like what, what are people going to think or what, what's going to happen? Or that I never, I was just like, whatever, you know? And, um, that's what got me into starting my own business was simply that little, like, this sounds good. This could help me. This could help others. And that, that was like the snowball that just, and then it just kept, the more I kind of followed that, the more I kind of, um, gained clarity on what, what is my medicine or what, what is that thing or what, it, what is helping me to wake up or, you know, and it was just like, I just kept following it. <laughs> and then here we are. That's so amazing. Yeah. Because I know everyone's like, what's the strategy? What's the strategy? And I think that's so much of what has shifted in business, you know, and I know that was another thing that I was teaching about too, is like, there's new business, like new business is about alignment. It's not about hustle. You, it's about you working smarter instead of harder. What lights you up? Follow that. What, how can you allow your, what do you see is making an impact in the collective, right? And what, what do you, what's the vision? What's your sacred why? What's your intention? Yep. 100%. And I think, um, we are, we are seeing such a cool shift right now where it's like, it's almost like you can start seeing like left and right, especially on social media of like little light bulbs going off where it's like, Oh, they're, they're getting it. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be this like, you know, rigid, boxy robotic thing anymore. And I, I, I think it's almost scary to think about that we are in that like 
that area right now where we could go one of two ways. We could go more of like the freedom way of just surrender, allow, have fun, live in alignment. Or we could go more of that, like basically taking the nine to five structure and turning it into entrepreneurship. Cause that's, you know, it's like we're on that fine line of you can either take the same thing you're trying to get away from, from the, the rigid corporate America structure or just, you know, shift into that flow space. Um, and we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And that's what I was teaching the kids. You know, he was like, well, what do you, what do you, uh, what would you say to someone who wants to start a podcast for instance? I was like, what's your sacred? Why? How do you see it? Um, making an impact in the world and allow yourself to have fun. And yep. I think that's where a lot of um, people like the older paradigm of business are kind of like scratching their head of like, what is this fun <laughs> concept with business? Because it doesn't, if it's fun, it doesn't feel like work, you know? And I think that's the other part too. Oh yeah. Like redefining. That's one thing I'm so obsessed with right now is like taking words and like dismantling them, like just ripping them apart and being like, wait, what is, what is the, like the definition or the belief around this word that I'm carrying and does that serve where I'm at now? You know, cause like work, for example, man, just even saying that word, it's like work. Ugh. Like right after you're like, Oh, now I feel There's a connotation of it. That's really heavy. And yeah. that's something that I've been also deprogramming too. Like for instance, instead of saying like, oh, this is a discipline, I see it as more of a devotion because devotion has so much more of that nurturing energy that yeah. there's like a beautiful intention that discipline's really rigid and there can be a lot of trauma from dis being disciplined in the past, you know? And yeah. I think the power of words are so incredible. It's, it like lights me up. I'm so obsessed with it right now where I, I actually, my, my current favorite hobby is getting on, um, like searching videos to watch people write, write words like typography in really beautiful fonts. Like I'm, Amazing. that isn't that weird? Like I'm so, <laughs> I know I'm like, I sit there and just what I love, it's like so how there's so much story behind every single word. And I love that you use that with um, discipline because I do that a lot with clients um, around teaching like content planning or like the, or like creating systems and, and schedules. I'm like, call it a flow, call everything a loose, intuitive, gentle flow. It, it, it changes. It doesn't have to be this like, you know, cause we get so boxed in by stuff. Yeah. And that rigidness too, I think, cause so much of business was so male dominant too, energy and through sex, like male dominant. And now I feel like as there is this massive wave of femme entrepreneurship really coming through there is more of that softer approach and there is a lot of that balance of uh, masculine and feminine that's really happening um, because we have to be able to have that balance for this, this new paradigm. It can't be even just all like female energy thing. It has to be a balance to be able to have the wholeness. I like see it as the yin and the yang. Yep, totally, to completely. And I think that's where, um, we tend to slant so much. You, uh, you can tell we're like trying, we're like a kid just on taking the wheels off the bike, but it's like we're trying to get our balance, but it's very easy to get pulled to one extreme or the other where um, I think this new paradigm is t definitely calling us to like find that groove in between. 
Yeah. So what are some things that you've been sharing with clients that may have been programmed so deeply in that hustle, hustle, hustle to get into that space of alignment and flow? Man, the one thing that came to mind as soon as you said that was um, this belief around in order to get results or in order to make change or make an impact, it has to be really hard. Um, and one thing that I noticed that comes up a lot with clients is when we dig into that of like, why do you believe that it almost always comes back to, I watched my parents, I watched my parents work to the bone. I literally had a client telling me that this morning I watched my dad work to the bone. And so that's a deep lineage belief of, especially depending on where your lineage comes from. These beliefs around work um, can, they can trigger a lot of deep lineage trauma too of um, how we view work and how we, how we view just like being able to create what we truly desire or make the change that we desire is like, we're going to have to sacrifice ourselves in order to do that, you know? Definitely. I see that with my family too. And I can see how my parents are totally um, at that space of burnout, you know? And so that's been the biggest thing that I've had to work through. You know, my mom thinks like, you have all this free time. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just in alignment with the things that I know I need to get done while also the importance of me taking care of myself. Because especially as highly sensitive beings, we need to make sure we have those moments of radical self-care so that we can serve. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times I think we end up trying to serve or trying to work or do anything from like this ultimate depletion, you know, where we are just so depleted and it's, um, it, it's very triggersome of what kind of results come out of that place. And and then it's 10 times harder to get any sort of shift or result from that depletion because you're, you're pouring from nothing, you know? Yeah. And that's, and then we're dry and then that's where the manipulation can come in. That's where all the other things, because we're in that scarcity mindset. Yeah. Your shields are down, you know? Totally. And then you lose your integrity sometimes too, because you're like, it's almost like that desperation energy. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I see that a lot. And I, I totally relate to that even with, um, just, you know, sometimes when you're in that, uh, that depletion space, it's almost like you, you, you're so reactory, you know, like you react, not from a space of alignment. So not from a space of true, like pause and, and hopefully, hopefully a little bit of reflection before you respond. It's like that instant reaction um, where you tend to look back and be like, shit, did I really do that? You know? Yeah. And then we had to allow ourselves to be gentle because we weren't aware, you know? And I think that's the other thing too is um, there's, there can be this kind of pressure with business that I feel is kind of happening with social media, you know? And people are like, Oh my God, this person is so much further than I am. Or like, that means I'm unworthy or there's all these kinds of beliefs and feelings that we end up with our words, breaking ourselves down and we, we, we mute ourselves in a way from really showing up. And I think people forget that it's a process. Like none of us got here overnight. It's been a lot of commitment. It's been a lot of doing the deep inner work. So I want to talk about, doing that inner work 
um, and the and how critical it is. Almost, I feel like it's almost more important doing the inner work than it is doing the external because when you do the inner work, it will flow. The external will flow. Yep, yep. totally. And that um, that was a huge. That's been like my biggest realization as of late is just the power of presence, the power of intention and the power of um, moving beyond the material world, moving beyond the physical world and really doing, seeing that the, that which we cannot see is just as important um, as all the stuff we try to do out here. Um, and that that can also get really incredible shift and in result, you know, focusing on the inner um, and I always look at it as like, you cannot change what you do not face. And so a lot of times the very reasons you might be bumping, bumping up against something in any area of life or business is probably due to something within that is creating that stagnant energy. It's like a, a boulder in the middle, middle of your road and you can't get to that next level until you work through that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was what was the biggest important thing for me to share, you know, with those students was like, start doing your inner work now, if you really want, because that's the new paradigm of business. Like I, that's why I have like the solistic journey, because there is no separation between your business, your, your personal life, your relationships, your health, your spirituality, everything is interconnected. And yeah. You can't just be weighing on one side without having that teeter. Like you need to be able to find the balance, the strength in all areas, and they all rely on each other. Yeah, it's a yep. it's a network. It's an it's an energetic network that we um, we we gain our energy, we use our energy, we connect through. So it's interesting to see, and I think that's what's really beautiful about business today is that there is a deeper um, spiritual essence and like um, part that is really being addressed, you know, and it's really cool to see how there's, I mean, maybe I'm just like so blindsided because of the, of the field that I'm in doing in health and wellness with business. Um, but to see like more and more people aware of their energy centers, seeing more and more people talk about meditation before they go into big meetings, um, seeing more and more people really like understanding their spiritual health. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it, it is, it almost like blows my mind because like I've been, I've been running online businesses for five years now and like even where it's at today compared to just like a couple years ago, I'm like, wow, like yeah. it, it's so, we are seeing the awakening happen in a digital way, which is so cool. And I always think about like, you know, the, everything that we do within ourselves also is what is being brought into business now is especially how you brought up, you know, worth and enoughness and comparison and stuff like that. Uh, the inner work allows you to almost like, like strengthen and, and step into your personal power to the space where that kind of stuff becomes irrele irrelevant, you know, like the comparison or the worry about this or, or that it, the more you do that inner work, the less you even have those thoughts about the, the well, you're vibrating higher, right? Mm -hmm. So those are all yeah. lower frequency thoughts yep. and beliefs. And so when you're at that higher frequency or vibration, some of that can touch you. Yep. 
Yeah. And so that's another thing where it's like, if, if you're struggling with those things externally, that's a surefire sign call in the inner work because it's going to help you transcend and, and work through that. So what would you say would be a good first step for someone to do inner work? Like, what would you say if someone's like, I'm feeling stuck, I'm feeling like stagnant? Yep. Yep. The right away, um, writing, like learning how to hear yourself again, because your inner voice, your inner guidance system, your intuition, your inner being, whatever you want to call it, it's going to help you kind of pull back those layers. It's going to help you gain clarity. It's also going to help you in direction or anything. Um, but we've become so shut off from being able to be guided in that way, you know, where, where most of our lives are kind of dictated and guided by all, all external, you know, everything's external. And so learning how to truly like turn on your inner again. Um, and so with, with that, the one thing I practice religiously is, uh, like automatic writing or writing to intuition where I, I literally, I actually have a piece of paper in front of me of this, of like, I will ask myself questions and I will like shut off my brain and just let my actual being answer, you know? And so that's one thing of like distinguishing between what's almost like your ego brain talking, like your ego brain thoughts versus like, is it you? And starting to learn what that is again, because you'll, you'll find answers that um, you probably didn't know was even, were even there. And a lot of it's like bringing that subconscious up to the consciousness again. Yeah. And what was coming through when you're talking about the ego brain is like that ego brain is kind of what's protecting you, quote unquote, doing its best to protect you, to quote unquote, keep you safe because it's the parts of you that you are already aware of, the parts of you you already know. So like in Kundalini Yoga, we talk about it being the negative mind, right? So the negative mind is the second mind and it takes us nine seconds from us to get to the negative mind to the neutral mind. And that negative mind is like, I'm not going to walk in the middle of the street as there's traffic coming through, right? Like I'm not like, it's that protection that is happening. Yep. And so we still have that where we're feeling quote unquote protected and safe from what is already known through our, just through our, our psyches in a way of programming of like, this is, this is known, this is known, this is known. But then there's that deeper understanding of your intuitive hit, that gut feeling, um, allowing that to lead into trust and to know that that is your true internal compass. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The one thing I do a lot is um, I'll try to like literally have dialogue with more ego brain versus have dialogue in, in conversation with inner being and, and notice the difference even in how I physically feel in my body. Mm. And that, that's another powerful thing of like connecting to, as you're trying to do inner work, really truly connecting to the, the sensation and the, the energy that is in your body and noticing how that feels. Because when normally when you're in that high, like high beta ego brain where your thoughts are just like crazy and um, probably really dictating you, your body, if you truly like embody yourself again, you're probably like this, like so tense, so full of fear, anxiety, stress. So you can start creating that understanding of what it feels like to be out of your body, probably not connected to the inner versus then tuning in 
into that inner of like what it feels like to connect to intuition and, and be in that space. And it's like, it feels a lot softer in that space. Mm. So just notice the difference, you know, nourishing, like letting, you know, it's safe. It's like kind of the, I, the, what I'm seeing is like the baby bird flying out of the nest, like taking its first flight, you know, and just trusting that and, and allowing that, that space to be feeling real, feeling whole, feeling connected to something greater than our minds that are so conditioned. Like I teach a lot about the subconscious. You were talking about the subconscious, how that's formed by the age of seven. So that's again, picking up all the habits of our parents. You know, we saw at the age of seven, maybe we were raised by our grandparents and our parents were working or we were just brought to daycare or nanny or whatever. And we're seeing the hustle, hustle, hustle of our parents and that is being formed of like, oh, this is what success looks like. Oh, this is what it looks like to build the business. Oh, this is, this is what I have to understand. And this is like, all right, here we go. This is, this is it. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so, it's so eye-opening, honestly, especially thinking I, I have a niece who she's actually about to turn six this week. And I think about it all the time when I'm with her, especially because I'm like, man, she's in these moments. She's in these years that she every it, she is just this like massive sponge and just downloading and downloading and down, you know, and it's like, oh, it, it could you imagine what it would be like if we taught this stuff and like from an early age or taught it to parents? Uh, that's my passion, girl. That's my I mission know. right there. That's exactly what my mission is. Like I want to bring this, this awareness into people now, either if they have young children or if they're not, but they expect they want to be mothers or contributors to society. Like, generating and cultivating that conscious generations and the conscious generations to come starts with us on the individual level. It's like, that's why I think I push so much about the subconscious is because it is everything. And the subconscious doesn't even know the difference of like media versus what's actually happening. You know, when you're watching these war movies and all these other things or the brain doesn't know the difference. So that trauma is still stored. And I think that's what's led us to the world that we're kind of experiencing right now is just understanding that the brain has just picked up so much of the sponge, you know? And I feel like as millennials, we were kind of like test babies. Like I really do. And I feel like that's why we've kind of rebelled. And, um, you know, I think that was part of the resurgence of psychedelics and like the real strong yoga movement and everything coming back was because we were the first generation of media, you know, that really was born into it. Like us as millennials will be the last generation to remember what life was like before the internet. Yeah. Which is so crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel old just even saying that, you know? I know. Like, I just, like, what about dial-up? You guys don't even know. Dial-up on AOL. Like, when you had to dial-up to go on or download a song on, yeah. on uh, Napster for, like, three days on dial-up and no phone calls were able to come through because you had to download that one song. All these yep. things, you know, that, that I feel like that's why I'm so passionate about our generation and – Um, it's cool to see a lot of our generation building their own businesses and actually living their lives and people retiring at their thirties, which is like amazing. 
I know, I know it is, and it's so hopeful, you know, it, and I think that's one thing I hold on to a lot is um, that kind of focus because it is sometimes also challenging to be hopeful just with the dynamic of where we're at right now as a programming of a collective. Yeah. And so we're, we're like smack in the middle. So we're witnessing the, the, we're like seeing that vision of like, Oh, look where we could go. Like, you know, seeing that and it's hopeful, but we're also seeing all this collective shadow and all this dirty, dirty stuff coming up. And so it's like that mucky in between time. Definitely. So what did you, what would, what do you say about like between the ancestral and the cultural and our own personal and all these different things that we have to navigate through in this world today that is bringing up a lot of this collective manifestation of not of like the icky stuff that we're kind of navigating through right now. Like this is a very wild time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's been eye opening. And I think, um, it's made me so like even more passionate about the inner work, just seeing like the, the darkness and the shadow that has come up and it's smack in our face. We can't really, ignore it at all has also like given such a beautiful gift to like call in this inner work in a whole new depth and way um, because we have to and that's kind of where I feel with a lot of this is like it's not really a, a negotiable thing it's a we have to you know and um, totally. it's necessary and uh, it's something that we can't bypass and we can't ignore or, or love and light away or anything because I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> just going to call it out because we can't, oh, you know, that. and yeah. we can't. Um, and that I say that with so much love because, um, man, it's easier to ignore it, isn't it? It's easier to be indifferent or to, you know, filter, block out the shadow, but um, it doesn't change anything. Definitely. No, I mean, I've called out people before who are like, spiritual leaders or leaders and they're all love and light but the mastery comes from being willing to dive into the dark that's where the true mastery comes in because that love and light is just that spiritual bypassing that has been such a huge theme for me this year like talking about um on the podcast and in conversations is just seeing the spiritual bypassing and i think it's someone maybe because I've done so much shadow work in my life and I do a lot of trauma work. And I mean, I'm doing this whole like 500 people are joining me for mending the lineage right now that are doing ancestral healing, okay. you know? And so those are the things that need to be done in order to transmute and make space for more of what we want. Because if we keep bypassing, if we keep ignoring, then the energy is just going to continue to synergize and grow. Yep. Yeah. And the, I get really fired up about it too. I don't know if you guys like that, but I almost get like pissed where I'm like, no, no, we're not, we're not bypassing. You know, yeah, like, I, get I, really, do I get really yeah. irritated. It's like, Me too. Well, you're here Me to too. lead, but you're bypassing what's actually happening by love and lighting it or wearing like cute yoga clothes. Like wake the fuck yeah. up. Like, I know, I know, man. I happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I think a lot of times too, it's, it's challenging also kind of going back to what we were, we were talking about before in terms of like the masculine business way and stuff like that. I think a lot of times, especially with a shadow, um, 
we're kind of, we're in that place, especially for like leadership of like, but I don't talk about, I shouldn't talk about that in my business. It could hurt my business. You know, that whole mindset mm -hmm. of like, that could damage me. It's such an ego focused type of thing, but it is also something that unfortunately we're seeing in the spiritual communities, um, which is also very eye opening. Um, and another piece of shadow coming out, you know, totally. like never ending the layers coming back. Um, but I think it's something that we can, we can approach and we can sit with and we can work through in a way that um, truly is in the lens of what we want to see shift and change. Uh, but we got to sit with it. We have to. Well, we have to, otherwise it's going to continue to be passed on to the next group and then the next group and then the next group where like, we're seeing it. Let's like fucking put on a big, our big girl panties on and like work and through it and unpack it. Yep. Yeah. And it's not that like we even have to lone wolf it because like, for instance, here's two of us right here. We, we don't have to do it alone. There's many people, many spiritual leaders who are feeling this, like not just you and I. And so this is where the uh, Aquarian age energy of collaboration and community and connection really comes through to be like, Hey, this is your strength. I'm not so strong in that, but this is my strength and you may not be as strong at that. So let's kind of create this big mastermind together and with the intention of transmuting these shadows, because we also need to remember that all shadow, all darkness is, is the absence of light. Yep. Yep, exactly. And I think it's, um, it's something that is a lot easier to bypass when you try to do it alone. Uh, and that's one thing I know for me, if I don't have uh, somebody calling me out, whether it be somebody like triggering me in a post by calling out, you know, qualities of myself that I'm doing or, you know, just anything that like, if I'm not being triggered to to actually do the work, I'm, I'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to bypass it, you know. And so that accountability, that support, that um, just being open to to dig through this kind of stuff, it it's necessary. Yeah, and it's more than just about leadership. It's like, how do you lead, yeah. right? Because it's not about you as a one individual, but how are you leading? how are you leading? Right. And that's what we have to understand is that how are you leading? How are you teaching? Yep. And it, I get really, um, really passionate, especially around this, this topic in regard to like being really inclusive rather than exclusive with this kind of stuff, because especially when you're, you're stepping in to do the inner work, I think it's really important to, to be that, that leader and to, to step into like your light leadership in a way that um, creates a big enough container for anybody and everybody, you know, like really allows Definitely. you to be totally exclusive to all. Um, and that sometimes I think is, is challenging. And sometimes you have to work through your own inner stuff to see why you're being not being inclusive. It's happening for you. It's an opportunity yeah. for you to get real. It's an opportunity for you to address. It's an opportunity for you to be like, oh shit, like yeah. I need to reevaluate something. Like, let me get off my high horse for a bit. Let me humble myself. And that's a big thing right there about the like humility and, and being humble uh, enough to admit when you mess up or when you're, you're not doing justice to the collective um, or when you're too focused on me instead of we like these kinds of things, man, I, I question myself um, so daily question myself daily of what is my intention here? Why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? 
is the intention pure? Is it me focused? Or is it we, you know, like really in those, those are inner work things of like calling yourself in. Calling yourself in and being willing to call yourself out too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard, you know, and it is, um, in comes the ego brain, you, you know, like trying to be like, no, cause we don't want to attack ourselves, but sometimes of course. we have to. <laughs> it's the tough love sometimes, you know? And so, um, I think that goes a lot with like the sugar coating, you know, like if we've been sugar coating it too much of like, no, like I'm going to like, I'm going to kick my ass into gear, you know, like yes. I need to admit like the real deal. Like I want to be the real deal. I'm not trying to live up to, especially with a brand, right? Like I'm not trying to live up to this image. I am becoming me, like me as my fullest authentic expression. and being willing to admit my defeats, being willing to admit when I've fallen, being willing to admit when I fucked up, being willing to admit when I could have done better. That takes courage. Totally does. And I think it's something that's another, such a beautiful thing too, to bring up of like allowing yourself to be in and also, also feel all parts of yourself, you know, cause I think that especially especially on the, in the digital age and social media and stuff, it's really easy to fall into that trap of like, oh, I should only show this part of myself. I should only show like the lighty part, you know, love and lighty part. Because it's not lighted with my brand. Yeah. yeah and it's like, yeah. hold on, man, fall off brand and just be, show, show the, the truth behind things. Um, I love the, the thought of like doing the inner work, but doing it, doing it out loud and, and sharing it and living that practice because that's one of the best ways you can spark others to start is just, you don't have to like preach and, you know, yell or, or push yeah. it down people's throats, be a container, you know, hold space. Totally. That's, that's when you become the medicine man or the medicine woman. Right. And I know for me, like that's, I think that's what's been part of my success with my work is just like full on crying or full on admitting or full on transparency because it brings that relatability factor that other people are looking for where it's like, Oh my God, like I'm not alone. Like, like spirit is having a really shitty day. Like that gives me permission to be okay that I'm having a shitty day too. And that I don't have to beat myself up. Oh, and it's such, um, especially going into like that unprogramming and stuff. Uh, we got to keep in mind with whatever, you know, image we're trying to portray, whether it be in personal life or, or business or anything, the image you're portraying is basically what you're telling, teaching others, whether you're saying it or not, you know, so if you're showing all perfection, all love and light only, but not, not focusing or, or feeling into any of the other spaces that also create your wholeness you're going to start making others believe that they're not enough of, or they're too much or they're this or that, or they're broken or whatever, because they have these whole other pieces of them that you're not showing. So it must be wrong that they have it, you know? And it's so sharing those, those vulnerabilities um, and your indifferences and your, your quirks and the, the little things of being a human being that allows others to start being their fullness too. Totally. And I think that's the massive shift that's happening with business. Like that right there is like, you're safe to be you. You are safe to like take a break. You are safe to fill up your cup. You are safe to have that difficult conversation with someone. 
you're safe to speak your truth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, total liberation, you know, like total liberation that I, once you start that again, it's, it's raising your vibration. It's raising you up. It's going to to strengthen you in such a way that again, those other things that normally might've triggered you or, or dropped you out of your space of alignment, they're just not there anymore, you know? Totally. And that is, that goes what was coming through. I was just seeing like soil root chakra, right? Cause again, that goes back to the subconscious. Yeah. Safety is like root chakra and that's developed between your subconscious ears that are being developed. And so that takes that, that you doing that work brings nourishment to the soil of the seeds that you've planted. So you have these really abundant, healthy fruit of your labor that you're putting in. So that's a huge part of the willingness, you know, to go into those icky places, those will, the willingness to push, push the envelope and to really take that leap and get out of the comfort zone. The one thing I was just thinking, about that too especially with like thinking about it as like going into those icky spaces is I I hear this a lot from clients and stuff of like they're nervous to go into the shadow or they're they're scared you know where it's almost like they avoid it even though they know they need to because it's really intimidating and um one thing that helps me a lot going back to words and stuff is like shifting how I how I even like feel about shadow of like shifting it and seeing that it's just as awesome as light, you know, that, so taking the the definition or the label around that and, and reworking it so that it doesn't feel as heavy or overwhelming to enter into it. Definitely. Yeah. And that shadow is a lot of like the seeds are growing in the dirt underground under the light. So that, that those shadow moments, when you, allow yourself to go into the shadow. Those are your, that's where your growth happens. Yep. You start breaking through the soil, you know? And yeah. And oh my God, I love it. Oh, it's such, I I always get like really excited when I notice that it's time for me to like really go deep. Like Mm -hmm. if I can tell there's something that needs to be worked on I get maybe I'm like super emo I don't know but I get really excited I'm like oh this is good I love that like dark and um you know it's like so it's amazing because like my you're in like what I'm thinking as a millennial like my emo stages that were really yeah like when, (laughs) when my sacral was being developed you know and that is so much of your creativity and your generation that's what you're generating so I think that's why like we all had our emo phases going into like solar plexus like sacral into solar plexus that kind of bridge of like we're using that jerk that that emo the emotions to like bridge through to cut through yeah yeah oh I love that I love that It's like my head, like, even though I'm not a music journalist anymore, I still think of those. Like going how, into that, yeah. Yeah, the music and how that has made an impact in my life, my whole life, you know. Totally. Same so with me. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was like envisioning of like, I just, 
I, in this time of year too, is when I, I'm like in my head, I'm, I'm like so deep. I, I forget where I'm at. And, um, I always listen to like old music that I used to listen to and I get, oh, yeah. I feel like in the zone. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my best shows I ever went to last year with my sister and my cousin, we saw dashboard confessional and I was oh, like, my 15 year old Sabrina was losing <laughs> her mind. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. That, all the emo songs of the yeah. time walking along, just allowing that inner child, that inner teenager in me to heal. That's part of the healing work too, is being able to dive totally. in. Yeah. And years. yeah. Yeah. And like, just to even think about it in the, in the realm of like, um, creativity, you know, that that is that like, you're especially thinking about about planting those seeds in the soil and stuff of like you are creating that that doesn't have to be something you have to avoid or fear um whatever you do in there is going to you're going to see that external creation from that and that goes within anything you know personal life that you're doing or that you're doing going into collective shadow um you know any of the stuff you're unpacking you also have that shadow side that creates and that's awesome yeah, and I think like as we're in the energy of like death with winter, at least here in the northern hemisphere, like what are we willing to die, you know? And I think for me, I know for me, I'm willing to allow to die the old outdated patterns and beliefs that I have been carrying on for so long that have been quote unquote safe um, and protective, right? Based off of my ego mind. I'm ready to let that go and take more of those leaps of faith and to trust and to see the unfolding. I, I'm like so right in that same space of just like, I'm done, you know, and yeah. it's like, you have why, to be, why am I holding on to this anymore? Yeah. It doesn't serve. And there's no shame of carrying it as long as we have and knowing that like it served its purpose and now it's time to move forward. Yep. Yeah. And you have to get into that realm of like, refusal energy of literally refusing to continue otherwise it's like you'll be very um quick to jump back into and even more life. than just a refusal it's a choice it's a decision right because yep. it's like it's a decision that i say no like it's a honoring a boundary in that way of like this will not take because there's a difference between a, a boundary and a barrier Mm -hmm. I, I talk about that a lot in Thrive. Like there is a difference between a boundary and a barrier. A boundary is saying the no thank you. And a barrier is the wall that you put up to keep you playing small, to keep you stuck in the castle. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Cause it is, yeah. Um, and that, that boundary is, it is a total choice and you have to get to that place of uh, willingness to make that choice or else it's going to be a very loose boundary. Right. And do you feel, I don't know. I want to ask you, cause like, I feel like this has been happening. Like I said, I feel like spiritual bypassing for sure has been a massive topic this year, but I feel like in the past recent years, boundaries have been really coming up too, because I feel like we weren't really taught boundaries because our parents didn't really have boundaries and the martyrdom and all of that, that's kind of ancestral and in our DNA that's kind of all coming up of like this is bullshit this doesn't serve me I'm willing to choose differently yeah oh um, my like, boundaries have been ah, really big for me right actually the past six months like real and if I'm honest like I've never even focused on boundaries until this year and I'm 33 years old 
you know, so there goes to show that like, it was not taught. (laughs) Yeah. What a beautiful thing that we get to go through this now to hold that space to teach the next generations. Like I was, like I said, I was walking around my college campus yesterday and they were talking about boundaries. And I was like, fuck, if I knew that when I was like 19, 20 years old, like imagine where I'd be now, but it's, it's, this is just how the life has folded, unfolded. So there's, it's all happened as it should. So there's no shame, but Mm-mm. having yeah. that deeper awareness, it's really amazing. Yeah. I get so fascinated with it too, because I always think about it in the, the realm of like, um, wherever you choose to put those boundaries or, or choose to do the deep healing and release work is it, you're also making that, that decision and that choice for anybody who comes after you and your lineage and anybody who was before you, you are doing massive healing on so many levels um, that like, to me, that's more empowering to do the work than anything else is to be like, no one else is going to, and at least I can contribute to not continuing this cycle. I get to be the pattern disruptor. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That was my intention with um, doing mending the lineage for the holidays. You know, I just wanted I, I was, I'm sick of hearing the story of people like being triggered around the holidays. Like this is, especially with the world we're living in right now. And so it was like, how can I step up and hold this space for everyone that's coming through um, and helping them heal 15 generations because you're also living in the one now, right? So you've got the seven generations behind you, the seven generations before you and the generation of the now. And it takes your willingness, it takes your devotion of yourself and how you choose to live your life. It takes the humbleness to approach and appreciate like the lineage of what brought you to what you have now, you know? And it's just really, I don't know, like, yes, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, but it's also, to me, it feels like a really powerful time Mm. to be alive as well. Oh, it's, I, I would not change anything, honest. And that's, that's another thing that I always hold on to, especially when like shit is just hitting the fan is I always think about it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Ch- change is beautiful, awesome, sometimes very challenging and very hard, but it's always necessary. And we're, we're witnessing that firsthand of a very necessary upheaval and, and just total transformation. Mm-hmm. And after the chaos comes the order. And so that's what's happening right now is all this chaos and what you can do to contribute to approaching the order of the chaos is to vibrate at a higher rate, honor yourself, the boundaries, um, taking, admitting truth of like where we fucked up or where we could have done better, taking action to do better, educating and embracing and like enjoying the moment with gratitude and appreciation and humility. I don't know. That's what I just feel like this, all of this is a call for right now is just humility and embracing and honoring and respecting. And I mean, I'm seeing it right now with my whole state on fire. Like my whole state is on fire. I've had friends who have lost everything and it's been a really challenging week, you know, cause as a, <laughs> working in a shamanic practice and feeling the essence and the energy and the people it's been, I've been like crying every day, but this is like a massive wake up call for us to appreciate again, what is beyond the material world, you know, and to remember the basics of life, the, the abundance that comes from within that is generated without. 
and yep. to remember what's actually important in this thing we call life. And that, that I think that's the most, um, the most important thing to come, come back in the center is it, in every single space of like, what is truly important because it's really easy to lose, lose track of that. And, um, I think that that is definitely a call to come back into really prioritizing what is most important. Mm, yeah. So let's ask some lightning round questions. What is most important to you right now? Mm, right now, I hands down presence, just being like I, my, my main intention every day is how can I slow down time by just truly being in every single moment? I love that. Where do you see the future of business going? Mm, right now, I am obsessed with anything that uh, allows me to start speaking more. So uh, I just did my first Thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, primarily, uh, I want to build some workshops and some events uh, that can be created as pop-ups that I can travel and go into specific you know, cities and communities and do those pop-up events. I'm feeling that too. I hear you. Uh, what would you say is a really powerful animal totem that's supporting you and guiding you right now? Mm, woof. Hands down, I actually ended up getting a wolf tattoo this past year. Um, it has, funny enough, it's actually my, my father's totem as well. Wow. And um, just so much energy with wolf. But the funny thing with that is also snakes lately. Mm. But I've been seeing them everywhere. Your life everywhere. force, your kundalini, babe. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's been something recently, which is really bizarre because I've always been very terrified of snakes. Wow. Way yeah. to go. <laughs> what do you see um, happening with your mentorship program that you have with your membership program, Align and Flow? Like where do you see that impacting lives? I see. So the main, main intention with that and with creating the membership and I do monthly portals with new, new fresh content every month. Um, my number one goal with that starting it was to create an all inclusive environment that was affordable for literally anyone. So the price tag is extremely low. It has so much training and value for both business and life clients. Um, and so I, my intention for it is to really, truly just get it in front of as many people that are ready and need it because it, it's something that is, um, a catalyst for so much. And so it's really, uh, exciting to think about what can birth from that. Mm -hmm. Um, and the community that already is a part of it is absolutely just like on fire and, and seeing them expand and wake up. is just, it shows me what is possible um, just with expanding that and, and helping more people with it. Amazing. What would be like two to three books that you would recommend for people to read who are? Ooh. I will say, um, <laughs> I'm going to say two by the same person because those are the last two that I recently read that really shifted a lot for me. And that is the power of now and, um, a new earth by Eckhart. And so those are like life changing. Um, and then I always tend to recommend very simple, good beginner books of light is the new black or rise sister rise, just because I think those Rebecca are Rebecca Campbell. Yeah. I think they're good catalysts for, um, starting. Amazing. Yeah, it's actually funny because uh, 
I found a, a version of The Power of Now, an Australian copy in the hostel I was staying at in Thailand, like years ago when I was like first embarking on my journey. And I read it into like my 24th birthday. Like I finished reading it on the train as I like turned 24. And uh, yeah, and the, and the power of the power of now and a new earth and new earth. I have an audio book and I, I bought it. So years ago. So sometimes when I'm listening to music on my iPad, one of the chapters will come up and it's like, Oh shit, this is like what I need right now. Yeah. And it's always comes yeah. through. So I totally agree with you on those two books. Super. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. What would you share with younger Natalie? Oof. Um, calm down. <laughs> First thing that came to my, in my head, calm down. Um, I, I've always had some, some anxiety, just a little bit of anxiety maybe, um, but I think we live in such a fast-paced go, go, go microwave society of everything's got to be now, 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 that I would tell her to just calm down, to, to seek, seek calm and seek peace. Amazing. I love that. And what is coming up for you right now that you want to share that is just kind of coming from your heart? through our conversation or whatever else is kind of arising right now? Yeah, I would say um, what I tend to always lean back on is your alignment is the best medicine you can possibly give yourself in the world. So do whatever you truly can do to get into your space of alignment, which usually means you have to start with some, some inner work and some unpacking and releasing to make space for that alignment. And to understand that in order to get into that flow space, the, the inner shadow work's got to come out to play for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Feeling into that. Yep. Amazing. And babe, where can we find more of you and Align and Flow? I am. I hang out primarily on Instagram. Um, I'm under I am Natalie Bright. Uh, websites nataliebrightcoaching.com so super easy and everything about all things align and flow are both on my instagram and my website amazing well i could talk to you all day like i said i was so excited to have this conversation with you because like i don't know like i said since i saw you started popping up on my feed i was like this girl is a homie i can tell like i feel <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Before we got on here, even I was like, "Man, I feel like we should actually be in a room together." Like, that's I the know. Kind of well, we just this is our seed, right? Yep. So yep. This yeah. Seed. Yeah. This is our seed, and <laughs> what we're gonna it. do? We're gonna host an event together down the line someday, and that's my big vision. Like, I want to get. I have so many powerful babes and friends that are just doing amazing things, and. I just want to host like a beautiful like retreat that Get it together. everyone together and share. And yeah, that's like my big vision too, is just continue to create that space. And yeah, yeah. so this isn't the, the last of us together. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Go check out Natalie and go check out Align and Flow if you're really ready to activate that alignment within you so that you can really serve and share your medicine with the world because we need you right now more than ever. Like we are in a time where people, there's no more playing small. We need to rise up. We need to show up and we need to step up fully. So I thank you so much, Natalie. For thank your you. Thank you. And 
for being here and go check her out and let us know what you thought. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you all soon. Have a great one. Take care. Okay. So it's safe to say I have a new best friend and her name is Natalie Bright. (laughs) I loved this episode so much, but I knew, I knew when I reached out and when I first saw her Instagram, I was like, this is going to be a homegirl. This is, these are my people. This is my person. This is one of my people. So big shout out and a dear thank you again to Natalie Bright for showing up and for allowing us to just align and flow with this conversation. And speaking of align and flow, you can check the show notes below uh, if you want to join her mentorship program. And you can learn more about her by visiting Natalie Bright, B-R-I-T-E, coaching.com. Go follow her on Instagram at I am Natalie Bright and make sure you tag us and let us know that you're tuning in and share with us what you thought of this episode. We got a lot in in this one hour, like jam packed, like we were just in that alignment, in that flow to serve you and to support you because clearly this is us sharing our medicine. So again, thank you so much. And who knows, as she said, I, she started listening to the podcast and then she started following me on Instagram and I was able, I saw her constantly liking my stuff and I was like, okay, cool. She got my attention and this is perfect alignment of soul sister right here. And I'm just so grateful for these technologies, like the podcast and social media, uh, that we get to find people where she's in Ohio and I'm here in California and we get to be these bridges of light and speaking truth and soul. So thank you again so much, Natalie. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Remember to subscribe at Sovereign Society Podcast on Instagram. You can also tag me or find me at Sabrina Riccio. And let us know. Share with us what you thought. And if you have a few minutes, I would love to hear your reviews. They keep me going when I'm creating these this free content, this, these episodes for you. When the going gets tough, I just those are my boosts to keep going and to keep sharing my message and the medicine of the Sovereign Society because we are here to rise. We are here to show up. And for all of you who have been participating in Mending the Lineage, I fucking see you. You're crushing it. You're doing such a good job. You are contributing to raising the vibration of this planet simply by you taking action and you being that patternist disruptor and you say no more. So thank you for being willing to dive in and being consistent with your devotion to yourself to heal 15 generations of trauma and pain. And we are the ones we've been waiting for. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll be catching you next time. Take care. Satnam.